Coming to you from beautiful Flagstaff, Arizona, this is the Drinking Horn Meadcast. Join us as we take a deeper dive into mead and mead culture. The passion of the Vikings was unmatched in any realm, and so we labored long and hard to create this amazing passion fruit mead. Tart and sweet, this mead is a delicious summertime treat. Treat, 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 treat. Wait, wait, I messed that up. <laughs> ah, damn it. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back to the Drinking Horn Meadcast. Meadcast, Meadcast, Meadcast. There we go. <laughs> um, I'm Nick Irvin. I'm Evan Anderson. And today we've got an episode, another episode of Release the Mead. <laughs> this actually might be the first one, so, um, but we made a couple of them, so this might be released first. So welcome to the first episode of Release the Mead. There we go. We've been behind. We've been behind on recording. It's been busy. Yeah. And so we're, we're trying to crank out a few extra episodes for you guys. Busy little bees. For your hungry little ears. My ears are hungry. that's gross okay uh yeah so (laughs) release me uh this is a series where we talk about one of our latest releases and today which one are we going to talk about evan uh my notes say delta greater than swarmer yes aka passion fruit mead (laughs) (laughs) oh delta means change it does (laughs) yeah i don't know what are you looking at what are your notes it It says it yeah oh Okay. <laughs> I've got the, I've got the, oh, that's answer. <laughs> answer. Oh, yes, it does look like, okay, yeah. Delta wow. greater than summer. My writing is great. Delta to the exponent of summer. Yeah, yeah, up, up arrow. See if you can write answer and try to get delta to the power of summer out of it. You know what makes, makes great listening on a podcast? Visual things. This. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch what I can do with my hands, guys. <laughs> Look what I can do. All I did is give Nick the finger. Uh, oh, yes. It was a great finger, too. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay, on to passion fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, the return of passion fruit. Uh, we have yeah. done this before, mm-hmm. and we did it again. And we did it again. Oops. I did was, it again. Oh, no. Except it wasn't an oops. It was totally on purpose. <laughs> uh, but this one, this one was actually your idea. Uh, the second one? The first one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the second one. Hey, guys, I've got an idea for a mead. Let's passion fruit. We're like, we already did that. You're like, sweet, I'm glad I came up with this idea. <laughs> no, dude, we, we said, whatever. <laughs> Good idea, Nick. Yeah, I walk away and fist pump. Yeah, I rule. It's a fist pump and kind of workplace, okay? Woo, woo. Yes. Like uh, Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. There's another one of those visuals. Uh, so many visuals. Nick's actually been trying to get a mead hall chant going for a long time. Uh, yeah. And uh, one of these days it's going to actually happen. Yeah. And hopefully you're there for it. It'll be a beautiful moment. It will be. Yes. I will I will start to cry just a little bit. <laughs> and then we'll capture the tears and make a yeast starter out of it. Yes. And homebrew. We're just going to call it Nick's Tears. Uh, yes. There's, there's so many things you can put on the label. I'm going to make that the salty mead. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Nick's Tears, a mead goza. <laughs> 
So uh, passion fruit mead, yes, uh, that was something that I, I brought to the meadery. Uh, I had made a beer back in the day, back in the day, um, with passion fruit in it, and it just, I mean, it was my favorite. I just loved it. I love what passion fruit does to an alcoholic beverage. Mm. Uh, it is delicious, and when you think of fruit, a lot of fruits you think of as sweet, um, mm-hmm. and passion fruit, you just kind of think maybe it's sweet, but uh, because of other things that people put in it, but it's not. It's It's tart. It, it is, is a, uh, a tart. I mean, it's got some sweetness to it for sure. I mean, it has sugars in it and stuff like that, but yeah, it was just, it was a beautiful addition, um, to, like I said, the alcoholic beverage, the beer, and then coming over to the mead side, I personally think it's eat weight, like magnitudes better mm-hmm. in, in a mead. Um, for some reason, you know, I haven't sat down and thought about it. I haven't meditated on that or anything <laughs> like that. That's next week. But, um, yeah, it just goes, oh, it's so beautiful in the meat. It, it quickly became, not because, you know, it was one of my thoughts, but um, it quickly became my favorite at, at one point. Yeah. Um, the first batch that we made, it was all I was drinking at the meat hall. Then came Mango Reaper and ruined that, but. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of funny because, like, it was one that um, number-wise, like, just as far as, like, the, the speed of sales, basically, was one that I was like, nope, not doing it again. Um, but we've had a few meads that came out throughout the pandemic that I don't feel like got a fair shake. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, because nothing during the pandemic got a fair shake. Yeah. Numbers are hard to go by. Like our grand those. opening of the mead hall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> May 2020. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. But it got, but, but we came back with it anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. That me makes too. Me happy. It's 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 going over really really well. A whole lot better than the first time it came out. Okay. Um, but that's because people were not willing to come out when the mead came out last time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, makes sense. Cool. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm looking at this bottle. I'm like, hey, you got a second chance. Don't mess this up, kid. Don't mess it up. Come on, bottle. We're not even we're not cool. even drinking with this episode. Normally <laughs> normally we'd have a couple of drinks and we could at least blame our shenanigans on some beverages. Um, but uh, but Nick's got to go drive to Grand Falls in a rainstorm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. nine mile dirt road. He'll be fine. He's yeah. got four wheel drive. Easy easy. I'm Wait, sure. All wheel drive or four wheel drive? Four wheel. Okay. Good, I got good, four. Good. I got four low. I got good good tires. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, little renegade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's perfect cell service out there. So, oh, perfect cell service. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. I was gonna say you can call me. I'll come. T- I'll come tuck you out. But that's if you have cell phone service. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, I don't have my. I lost my satelloid. My whoa. Satelloid. Satelloid. I lost my satelloid. Satelloid. My little uh, device thing. Um, I didn't lose it. It went away, but uh, I got to get another one. Um, yeah, people love listening about this. So passion fruit. <laughs> passion fruit's a mead. If, you've, uh, if you guys have had passion fruit from our other batch before, or now that this batch is out, if you've had it, um, raise your hand right now. I counted, I counted a lot of hands. I counted a lot of hands. So passion fruit, yeah. Um, not a whole lot of story background to it, except the one I guess we just told about um, you know me bringing the idea of adding a passion fruit uh, to the mix over here. Um, it's, it's one of the tart ones. Yeah. One it's the, definitely like, I think one of some of our fan favorite stuff is the, uh, the kind of tart sweet mixture, the cranberry, uh, that raspberry lemonade, lemon ginger, and passion fruit. Yeah. It's a category, right? I mean, it's not, but like it is in, in like my mind, like Mm -hmm. there's the sweet meads, the dry meads, and then the tart meads, which usually the tart ones can be put in the dry category, right? in a sense. But I, the ones you named off right there, like, I mean, lemon ginger and passion fruit are two of my 
top five for sure. Uh, no. And I do love cranberry. I just love the tart ones. I do. I do. I do too. I think it's just a nice balance to, cause we're not, we, we don't use acid balancing at the end. We don't bench trial stuff and add acid to our product after it's done fermenting to get that perfect flavor. Um, <laughs> cause I feel like you can taste it. You're not supposed to be able to, but like, I feel like you can definitely taste the commercial meads or the homebrew meads out there where they've used acid to balance it and it kind of homogenizes people's flavors i feel like to kind of give it a, a house flavor yeah. sort of but not like in a good way yeah i agree i don't have a whole lot of experience with it but i think that like when people do it, it could probably be done perfectly but when a lot of people do it you Overdone. can yeah it, it's not it tips the scales in a direction that i'm i'm personally not a fan of yeah yeah so simplicity exactly i mean that's Live what we simply, do here, right drink simply yeah i interrupt that say it again Live simply. So drink what simply. I was gonna say was, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize oh, that was a joke at first. I was like, I didn't Did either. I just, I, just, I just came into my head. It was so. I was good. like, oh, I'm gonna interrupt him right now. Off um, the cuff. He's yeah. not even wearing sleeves. No, nope, not anymore. <laughs> Shoot, I'm not even wearing pants. Uh, <laughs> this is a pantsless podcast. Pantsless podcast. Pantsless, pantsless, pantsless. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we haven't been drinking for this episode. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. Uh, oh, I was thinking about like when you were just talking about like the 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 nice between the tart and the sweet and the the way that those kind of balance each other and how there's some of our our most sought after meads for sure um it just made me think that like one of these days we are gonna have to make like an actual sour mead mm, yeah like using using the proper ingredients yeah yeah like like a <clears throat> sorry like using lactobacillus mm -hmm. to to biologically create that that sour yeah. Note. yeah it's just it's it's sketchy using the lacto for me because it's the same thing as the glitter where it's <laughs> yeah. like once you introduce some of that stuff into your systems it, it can hide in there and be hard to get rid of oh absolutely especially since so like doing beers you can do something called a kettle sour where you sour it but then you boil that product to kill off everything before you send it through the lines that way you don't mess up all your lines and yeah. everything else with the yeah yeah, yeah. it doesn't sit there and, and since and we don't there. use any sort of high heat method or no. any sort of preservative in there like it would be all of a sudden drinking horn would be making nothing but sours <laughs> try <laughs> our sour traditional it's awful <laughs> like awfully good uh sure <laughs> you can put awful in front of whatever you want no that's always a joke too is like you in brewery land is like if something goes wrong all of a sudden you're you're a brewery that just makes sours so oh really yeah oh that's funny so meat um i i mean i'm thinking probably you know that batch might be a barrel batch yep um yep. you know not having a i don't it'd be a pretty big uh you know like it'd be a pretty big jump to just say like we're gonna buy all you know, lines and clamps and a fermenter and all that dedicated just to sours to keep it all. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah. Proper. It would, it would cost so much. You'd be spending $20,000 just in yeah. bits and pieces to, and people out there probably saying like, Oh, you know, you can sterilize and clean and all, but like, it's not worth the chance. It's not, it's not. <laughs> not and that's the us. thing is like, there's, there's just the risk factor. And like considering that each batch takes 400 pounds of honey, I don't know if you've been to a grocery <laughs> store recently and seen the price of honey. Yeah. It's uh, we, you don't, you don't really want to risk it with mead. It's no. not uh it's kind of expensive in the ingredient department. Yeah. But, um, talking about sour meads, um, they, I had, not experienced one until um, we made the yurt mead, 
mm. which was a bunch of kind of ingredients we get together for a yurt party and people bring the ingredients and a, and a meat is made. And then one of our we, brewers, we shut everything down for that. Oh, meat, to, meat hall production. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything gets shut down and we go out and, and yurt it up for a night yeah. and just kind of just a release for all the employees with, uh, with the business kind of having, you know, at least two sides to it. Sometimes they don't interact as much. Um, as we would like. And so it's kind of a nice way to bring everyone together. And part of what we do when we bring everyone together is we make a yurt mead. Yeah. Yeah. Just teasing everybody with it. Cause <laughs> yeah, cause you can't only us any. get to try it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. And it was, and this one was good <laughs> this year was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The previous years was, we were like, Hey, bring whatever ingredient you want. Yeah. We streamlined yeah. a little bit to try to get things into a, uh, into a one, one direction. Hmm. Like the band. If I knew one of their songs, I, I don't. I have zero idea. All I know, I think the only reason I know it is because it was a question at the trivia one day. Oh. For music stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? One Direction. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so, Yeah, no, I know the band, but I don't know any song. Like, usually yeah, if you yeah. say something, I'll, like, sing one of their songs. No. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, this year at me, this year was really good and it was sour. It was a sour it was. So An actual our, sour, like with lactobacillus yeah, in it. Yeah, one of our brewers created the, uh, the like went and, and used his own, you know, system and, and stuff. We didn't do it here. Um, to, oh, big thunder. That was big thunder. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, and that was good. So anyway, the whole point of that rambling was that I very much enjoyed the sour mead and I didn't know if I was going to or not enjoy sour meads. Yeah. And I we did. knew we liked the tart. Yeah. But that's did true. we like sour? It just hits different. <laughs> yeah. So did you, did you have something about passion fruit? Um, no, those were all no, my bits. Those all right, were well, all my bits. I've got a couple little kind of just random things about passion fruit. Oh, um, tell me some random things. <laughs> uh, passion fruit is well the word passion you actually we talked about this yesterday actually a little bit um the word passion one of its major meanings is slash was the suffering and crucifixion of jesus right and like the passion of the christ like for some reason the word passion is like the the process of his death yeah and so stages of the cross yeah like there's that was what's that art piece called I think it's the passion of Christ actually. Yeah. It's got all the different stages and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so in Brazil, the missionaries were using this flower. So passion fruit comes from multiple, multiple species of the, well, it only comes from one species of plant, but there's tons of passion flower. So not all passion flowers create a passion fruit. Correct. Yeah. Or do Um, they just produce a terrible fruit? Yeah. Yeah. I guess they might, (laughs) they probably create some kind of fruit, but it's not the one that we we all use. It is There's, a funky looking fruit on the inside. Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. It was hard to come up with the label for this one yeah. because the inside of a passion fruit, although delicious, <laughs> kind of looks like a snot ball. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know if you wanted to bring that up. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's like goopy goop. It is. And inside. it's slightly green. Yeah. 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 Kind of like a cross between some sort of weird fruit and a jellyfish. I think, yeah. I think a snot ball is a great, a yeah. great description. If you got like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. It's not pretty. No. It's not a pretty fruit. It's not. But the label it's looks, an ugly fruit, looks not But too it's bad. not actually ugly fruit. Oh, there's a fruit called ugly fruit? U-G-L-I out of uh, Jamaica, I believe. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I've been wanting to make oh, an ugly mead, but uh, acquiring <laughs> ugly fruit is really hard. Exactly. Just because it's a funny name, ugly mead. Like, so you're saying we need a field trip to Jamaica? Yeah, I'm in. I'm sure they're really great if we stuff a 
couple suitcases full of an agricultural product and fly it back. We'll take our own boat. <laughs> oh, there we go. Nice. That's only that's only like what? A few hundred miles from Florida? Zero idea. I, I really don't know either. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm not thinking Cuba. So, <laughs> while you hmm. ponder that, uh, hmm. passion flower was used by the missionaries, the Brazilian missionaries, as just kind of an educational tour uh, or educational tool. Rather, um, somehow, I don't know how they were using it, but they were using it as they were doing their missionary thing to try to convert uh, people over to Christianity. And so, I'm so interested it, by the part you don't know there. I know. Yeah. Like how how are they using actually, the flower? Yeah. to convert I actually do know but like that's how I I was a former teacher I would intrigue and then let you discover on your own self-discovery oh. and so <laughs> I'm just going to be left not knowing okay that, that probably works too <laughs> um, and so they would use it uh, as a teaching tool for to teach like the passion of the Christ and so that's where passion flower came from and there are two different varieties that are normally used for the fruit there's one that bears yellow fruit and one that bears purple fruit and the purple fruit is more um, commonly used and that's the one we use hmm. you can see on the label it's got a purplish kind of skin to it mm -hmm. and then there's the yellowish one so um so those are the two different ones um they both are, look like snot on the inside yeah yeah both of them are snotty on the inside yeah so at least the purple kind of makes up for a little bit of it because like yellow and then like yellowish green mountain dew snot color oh it's such a beautiful fruit oh man i can hear the people clicking this one off now <laughs> click click yeah it, no try the meat it's delicious so it had a name then before passion probably like a native like, yeah it's yeah. probably got a whole lot of different names and that's just like the white purple white white guy's name for it yeah yeah the passion fruit yeah, but it is native from down there, um, Paraguay, uh, Brazil, and oh, what's the third country? I think Paraguay? there's a third. And what? Paraguay? Paraguay. Oh, okay. A... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why what? <laughs> why what? Brain no function. Oh, Thank you. Nick and I are on an A game. A game. Uh, you know what's on its A game is the passion flower, the actual flower of it. Yeah. It is cool. It is really cool looking. Um, I'm going to post in the show notes a link, uh, but, you know. You, He's showing me a picture right now. People. It's gorgeous. Look at that. <laughs> He's not actually. Yeah. We're making fun that it's an audio I w Yeah. I medium. wish that I could show you. Um, but, yeah, look it up or, or look and click in the link in the show notes. As long as you're not driving, be safe. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be safe. Uh, it's a it's a really cool flower. Uh, the stamens and the pistil and and that kind of thing is like, it's just kind of it's kind of wild. It, it looks really cool. I thought it looked cool. <laughs> I don't know. I, was I don't intrigued. actually know what the what the flower looks like. Yeah. So so is it used at all in cooking anything like that? The flower itself. Maybe. Maybe in potpourri. Uh, yes. Potpourri. Potpourri. You know, you hmm. put it on the back tank of your toilet like everyone does. And <laughs> nice. All of a sudden, it seems like it's better, but it just smells like potpourri and toots <laughs> sorry i'm not a big not a big user of potpourri um so i just offended some people yucking people's yums yeah my bad harsh don't eat potpourri don't eat it but uh yeah i don't know i don't know if the flower is used uh for anything else i just you know i didn't know much about it but now i know a little bit more about it now you're making me feel bad that i don't know everything about it well i've got about 100 more questions but i'll hold off then please do uh another thing about the passion fruit flower it is the national flower of well, how did you pronounce it? Paraguay. Yeah, Paraguay or, or Paraguay, as I learned in Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a national flower, Paraguay. Um, in 2006, Paula, uh, singer-songwriter Paula Fuga released uh, Lilikoi, which is the name for the passion flower in Hawaii. 
Oh, are they so, native to there? I, no, there's like nothing native to Hawaii. All the beautiful it's flowers true. and all the crazy, like even like the lay like flowers and all that stuff is not native to, oh. to Hawaii. It's crazy. Sorry. I what about the rats? The bubble. Uh, I don't think so. But those uh, were probably brought over chickens? too. Chickens? <laughs> I'm sure those were brought over. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a list in front of me, but um, the lilikoi uh, is what the name for that. Uh, plant is there and yeah in 2006 i guess it was a popular song by paula fuga oh it's probably uh. paula right now <laughs> oh and now there uh. right when i hit record there's another, and phone, another phone, phone we're gonna ignore it oh okay all right we're back sorry if you were the person just calling me <laughs> yeah, they're if like, you're listening they time and calling sorry yeah. yeah oh well at least we're not live or they could they could figure that out but right. at this point it could be anybody you never know because we're recording this on tuesday august 3rd 2015 i probably had like seven I calls in that chunk he got him he got him we're safe uh, just one more random fact, uh, yes. song fact. Give me some more passion. Um, facts. I didn't know this, but maybe some listeners do. Um, I, in in 2017, Drake released a very popular song called Passion Fruit. Oh. And so I don't remember it. Probably if I heard it, I might. Um, probably half of our audience is like, oh yeah, and half of them are like, fuck Drake. <laughs> and the other half's like, who's Drake? And then the yeah. mathematicians like, where did Evan learn how to count? <laughs> <laughs> Three halves make a whole lot of no sense. <laughs> I do like to tell people mead is half art, half chemistry, and half alchemy. Mm, yes. And then they just, they're like, this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there's groans. <laughs> Man, uh, my belly's groaning because I'm sitting here looking at this passion fruit mead bottle. I can't wait to dive into this batch. Um, I don't think I've had any of this batch because it just How came out yesterday. How many times am I going to have to tell you to not dive into the fermenters? <laughs> like like Scrooge McDuck into his uh, <laughs> coins, like <laughs> just into some passion fruit. Delicious. Um, cool. Well, that was release the mead for passion fruit. Unless you got anything else, I don't think so. I'm, I'm more knowledgeable than when I than when we started this. Perfect. Yeah. Job done. And hopefully, people listening are as well. Um, here's one more bit of knowledge for people out there. If you want to uh, taste this deliciously tart slash sweet beverage of passion, uh, you can either get it at the mead hall in glasses, flights, or bottles to go, or you can go on to drinkinghornmeadery.com and order it online to be shipped to your door if you live in one of the 38 states that we ship to. And what state are we manifesting today, Evan? Um, let's see. I want... I want I, I'm going to manifest some Kentucky. Okay. All right, everyone out there, if we can manifest shipping license to appear magically to Kentucky. That would be great. Mm, get there. Nope. You know we ship mead to Alaska and Hawaii? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, uh, what? Yeah. I just find it great when people order mead all the way out to Hawaii and Alaska. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Yeah, and then can't get it to yeah, a couple states over. Yeah. yeah. You know that Arizona Montana. is actually one of the harder states to ship stuff into? <laughs> of course, of course. Paperwork. No. Yeah. All right, next episode of Release the Mead, maybe we'll try to manifest Montana. Um, we'll see yeah. Um, these are not promises, by the way, that we're no, going to get no, a no, license no. for it. Yeah, it's just us, because uh, that one time we talked about not being able to ship to Oklahoma and then opened up, like, Vino Shipper two days later, and voila! There we go. There now we, we go. can ship to Oklahoma. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, thanks for listening. Uh, that guy across the table from me with the weird-looking smirk on his face is Evan Anderson. I think I am still. <laughs> and that guy across the 
desk, table, and space from me <laughs> is uh, Nick Irvin. And you've been listening to the Drinking Horn Meatcast. Meatcast, 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 Meatcast. Meatcast.